If you have ever fed the dogs twice because you're too stoned to remember if you fed them the first time, go ahead and click subscribe. Here we go. Happy New Year and welcome to the show, everybody. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 782 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a great show lined up for us. Before we jump in, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend Dude Grows. Let's send a fist bump and a thank you shout out to my buddy Fiscals Organics. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Thor's Trike Factory. Let's send a thank you shout out to Groove 2112. Let's send a thank you shout out to Big Bear Canna. I want to send a big fist bump to my buddy You Betcha. Let's send a thank you shout out to More Terps. Let's send a big thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my friend B Bala. Let's send a big fist bump to Double D. Let's send a special thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, our friend Brian P. Let's send a thank you shout out to Captain Mojo. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Monster Mash. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen, and you know I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it super easy for all of my friends to support the show. I also want to send a big shout out to everybody who supported the iRedirect Direct holiday sale. There's been a holiday sale running on iRedirect, Direct, and you guys definitely took advantage of that sale. Big thank you for all of the support there, and an extra big fist bump to everybody who bought the random bundles, the dudes bundle, the random bundle number one. If you got a random bundle that you didn't know what you were going to get. Uh, Thank you for trusting that I was going to hook you up. Anybody that got those bundles did get loaded up, and I'm sure they are super happy. So once again, big thanks for all of the support on iRedirect for the holiday sale. If you missed the sale, don't worry. I do have a lot of new stuff coming soon. I need to take a moment to update the inventory, update pricing, add some new things. Then we will do some new drops and add some new things to iRedirect.com. The best way to stay updated on what is coming to iRedirect.com is to join the newsletter on iRegenetics.com. I know that's a lot to handle. There are two websites, but there are reasons to that. Go to iRegenetics.com, sign up for the newsletter there. If you scroll almost all the way to the bottom of the page at iRegenetics.com, you'll see a tab that says stay updated or stay in touch. I don't remember exactly what it says. I looked just a minute ago. I cannot remember what it says. Uh, I think it says stay in touch or stay updated. Type in your email address right there. That will add you to my mailing list. That way, every time I do a sale, a new drop, an exclusive deal, something fancy, an event comes up, maybe I'm going to be somewhere, I will let you know through that newsletter. So go to iRegenetics.com, scroll most of the way down, you'll see the tab, it's fairly obvious. Type in your email address, sign up for that newsletter. I did mention that I was going to be putting new things on iRedirect. I'm also going to be doing testing a little bit differently here in the next year. Before I've been taking tester applications through emails and through the Discord, I'm not going to be doing as much of that. If you've sent an application to be a tester, those are still in the running, those will still be considered. I do go through those randomly when I have some time and pick out some folks. But I do have a strategy of how I want to do the testers in the upcoming year. 
My new plan is to do two testers every month. I would like to do one regular and one feminized cross every month. So far, I've got a few months of test seeds planned out and prepared from previous harvests, from summer runs and things like that. I've got a lot of seeds stockpiled that you guys have never seen, never heard of. I want to get those out and get those in testing. So I'd like to do one feminized and one regular strain for testing every month for the next six to eight, hopefully even maybe up to the next 12 months. So that means every month we'll have two new testers. Uh, some of those will not make it, some of those will make it, but you guys will get to see most of the testing that goes on for the next year. So I'll be putting out two testers uh, every month for the next year. These new testers will be released in limited batches and they will be available in a couple of different ways. A lot of them will be given away with orders on iRedirect. So if you order from iRedirect every month, you've got the opportunity to get one or two new tester packs from me. Everybody gets freebies when you order on iRedirect. Part of those freebies will be free tester packs. A lot of people love getting that brand new stuff. Uh, you've got something nobody else has because you've got it before everybody because you are a tester. You may have the next big winner. You may have the next champion from my line. You may get to test grow it before everybody else. If you are growing for a, a profitable gain, uh, that may set you apart from the rest of the market. That may really help you out. So they will be going out as freebies on iRedirect. I will also add them to iRedirect for a very low price. I'll be putting, I've been doing it. I've been putting Big Mountain Fudge Cake testers on the website. They went very well. I put the testers clearly labeled that they are testers. I put them at a very reasonable price. There's a little note attached to the package that lets you know what you can expect, lets you know what I expect. There's a link to the Discord. That way you can sign up to our Discord and post all of your tester photos and information to the Discord tester tab. So there are two ways to get the new tester seeds. They will be coming as freebies uh, from orders on iRedirect. And also I may add some of them randomly to the iRedirect website for a very limited price. And again, those will be at very limited quantities. If you have tested for me in the past, don't feel like you're going to get left out. I've got a list of testers. I see your pictures. I see your names in my computer and my phone. Don't worry, you will not get left out. I do consider you for testing in the future. If you've already been testing and you want more tester seeds, reach out either via email or on Discord. Let me know, say, hey bro, I finished up the last run of testers. Here are the pictures. Really love to run a new batch for you. I like repeat offenders. If you come back and test for me again, that means that you understood the assignment the first time. You probably did a good job. I'll probably give you seeds again and we'll keep it going. We'll keep your garden fresh, keep it new, keep my photos, keep my data coming. We'll work out together very well like that. So, so don't feel like you're going to get left behind or pushed out or forgotten if you've been testing for me before. I just want to establish new relationships with new testers because if you haven't noticed, I've been making a lot of seeds and I need to get them out there and I'd like to get them thoroughly tested so we can get them to the people who need to grow them. I know I mentioned this just a moment ago, but if you do get tester seeds, please join the Discord and post photos of those tester seeds in the iRegenetics tester tab. If you're on the Discord on the left side, if you scroll down on the iRegenetics Discord, there are a bunch of tabs, different places to go. There's one that says testers. Click on there. You can post your pictures. You can post data. You can scroll up and see what other people are posting. You can either follow the kind of guideline or you can set the standard and create new trends. Post any of the information you think I might want to know. How long you grew it, how many of the plants germinated, uh, how long you flowered it for, if you noticed anything weird. Let me know any details you think may be interesting to myself or other people growing that strain in 
the future. All right, I think that covers testers, you guys. Let's move forward to the main chunk of this podcast. Of course, we are entering a brand new year here. A lot of people like that new year, new me, new year, new start sort of stuff. Why not use this new calendar year as a new goal setting phase, a new time phase to start fresh and get things going, start documenting, doing things properly. Let's jump into it and talk a little bit more about creating a good start and a good strategy for a brand new year. In my opinion, everything goes better with a good strategy, with a good plan, with a good expected outcome, with sort of a plan of what could go wrong, what to look for, and how to react to those things as it happens. If you go into things blindly, you have no idea how that shit is going to turn out. Uh, Not just in growing, but almost everything in life works that way. The better you prepare, the more you plan, the better it's going to go. Of course, you got to be spontaneous and have some fun. The grow works that way too, but If we've got a strategy, got an idea, have an expected goal written down, it is easier to reflect on things and see where we are with our progress. So my question to you is, do you have a goal for your grow this year? Is there something you want to improve on? Is there something you want to work on? Let's talk about a few goals that you could have in your grow room for this year. Maybe the first thing I would do is identify the weak spot. What are you not good at in the grow room? For a long time, my weak spot was cloning. I told one of my friends, I said, hey, bro, I really suck at cloning. And I've done a full podcast about this. And he came over and he showed me step by step how to make clones. Guess what? Now my clone game is on top of shit. Figure out what your weakness is. Find out where you're lacking in the grow. Let's identify that and let's make that your strongest part of the grow. Then next time we'll identify the next weakness and we'll make that the strongest part. And we'll just keep leapfrogging your weaknesses into your strongest points in the grow. So let's identify the weakness. Maybe you're not good at cloning. Maybe you're really not good at lollipopping. Maybe you don't know how to pop and twist. Maybe you're no good at working a trellis. Maybe there's things that you need to work on in the grow that I'm not even aware of. So identify your biggest weakness in the grow. Maybe you're not good at taking clones. Maybe you're not good at popping and twisting. Maybe you're not good at lollipopping. Maybe you've never topped a plant because you're afraid. Maybe you don't know how to work a trellis or a scrog. Identify your weakness and let's fix that right here at the start of the year. Let's make that one of the first projects that we correct. Some of the things we do in the grow are more measurable than others. The amount of effort we put in, the amount of time we spend in there, the amount of work we do, that's only measurable by hours and actually by the outcome. Things that we can actually measure though are how much product did you produce last year? Do you know how much herb you produced in the last 365 days? Are you a flower grower? How much usable, smokable flower did you produce? Are you a concentrate maker? How much usable, smokable concentrate did you produce? Then the next question, what happened to all that? Do you have something to show for it? Did you smoke all of it? Which is just fine. You grew it to consume it. But if you are somebody who is making a profit or providing a product to somebody, what happened to that product? Was there income made from that product? What happened to that money? Did that go somewhere? Did you put that in the bank? Did you buy sneakers with it? Are you living off a part of it? Did you invest part of it into the grow? Where did that money go? So the first question, how much product did you produce in the last year? Like I said, if you're a flower producer, how much flour? If you're a concentrate maker, how much concentrate did you produce? Then where did that go? Did you smoke it? Did you move it? Then where did the money go? Now let's think about these things. Did you produce enough? Out of what you produced, did you have enough to smoke? Did you have enough to do whatever you're doing with it? Then if money was made from that product, did you make enough money to cover your work, your energy, your costs, and then have enough money to make it worth your time? Those are things I would think about. 
So how much product did you produce in the last year? And the next question is, how much do you plan to produce in the next year? Are you going to increase your production or are you okay with the amount that you produced? Can you increase production with your space? Can you increase production 10, 20, maybe 30% with the room space you've got? If you put more time and energy into it, could you do that? I don't know. I don't know how hard you worked last year, but that is a goal that I would set. How much more product am I going to produce this year? My next question is on a scale of one to 10, how good is your product? And this is where people get really messed up in their heads. You have got to be honest with yourself about your product. On a scale of one to 10, how good is your product? You may say out loud it's a 10 because everybody's gonna say their herb is a 10, but you may know inside that that shit's a four and you gotta work on getting it up to a six. So be honest with yourself. Give your herb an honest assessment. Compare it to a lot of other herb. Find other growers that you respect. Don't put yourself in a group of growers that you think you are better growers than them and compare your herb to it, because of course it'll be better. Go find growers that you respect that you think are better growers than you. Also hang out with the growers that you think you're better than them. All of you put your herb in the table and compare it. Let's see what everybody's doing. Find out where you really stand in the game and be honest with yourself. If the shit's not selling, if it's not moving, that's a three or a four, bro. Ten, level 10 weed fucking moves itself. Ten, level 10 weed, you don't have to sell it. That shit sells itself. You just got to drive it to the next customer. So give your weed a reasonable assessment on a scale of one to 10. How good is it? If you can get a lab test, a potency test, which again, that's going to raise a lot of controversy, but maybe you've got a lab test to compare it to. What's your THC percentage, your CBD percentage? What's your terpene percentage? Can we increase and improve on those numbers? Or can you just grow herb that you think is better than the herb you're growing now on a scale of one to 10? How good is your weed? If it's a five, what would make it a seven? If it's a seven, what would make it an eight? If it's an eight, what would make it a 10? Identify the issue. Was it something with the nutrients? Was it something in the dry and cure? Did you overwater it? Did the room get too hot? Can you tell by looking at the buds that there was a fungus gnat problem? Or can you tell by looking at the flowers that there was a root aphid problem? Or can you tell by looking at the shape of the clusters and the little tiny misshapen buds that there was a, uh, a russet mite issue? Can you tell those things? Correct those issues. Does it taste funky? Was it too leafy? Did you let it get too dry? correct those issues. You can see the problems. Let's take your herb from a six to an eight or an eight, possibly to a 10, if you can do it. Of course, you got to get your ego out of the way to be able to do that one. Now, here's some more fun things to talk about. How many strains do you want to try this year? Do you know what you want to grow? Are you going to grow the same old shit? Or do you have a few strains chosen and selected on your menu that you'd like to try to run this year? Do you have a schedule? Do you have a plan? Do you know how many crops you're going to turn this year? Have you divided the amount of days you use to flower by the amount of days in the year to see how many crops you can fit in that flower room and see if you can cram one more in by doing something weird by just using space over here to move, move this room from veg to flower a week early while they're all in there. And then maybe I could squeeze in one more crop this year. Have you done that math? That's stuff that I start thinking about right now at the beginning of the year. Which breeders are you going to support this year? Of course, I recommend you buy Irie Genetic Seeds. You're going to find some good shit in there, but there are tons of other great breeders out there putting out great products. Who are you going to support this year? What strains from which breeders do you plan to grow? Then my next question is, are you breeding? Do you have breeding goals? Uh, what is your breeding goal for the year? 
Do you plan to F2 something? Are you going to F3 something? Are you How far are you going to go? Are you going to make a new cross? How many new crosses are you going to make? How many overall seeds do you plan or attend or intend, anticipate making in the next calendar year? Those are things to write down. If you're a seed breeder, what is your goal for seed breeding? Are you trying to get those seeds to market? Are you trying to make seeds for you? Are you trying to make seeds for the homies? What are you trying to do? You're trying to isolate a terpene, a cannabinoid, a trait, write down those goals and figure out what you want to do as a breeder this year. Uh, as a grower, you need very specific calendars and ideas and goals. As a breeder, those are even more specific. So let's get to setting some goals, writing down a plan, setting up some ideas so that we know where we're driving. We're not just running through this year with no map. Let's get the map printed out so we can all end up at the same winning destination. Is there something in your grow, a chore, a task, a mess, a problem that you've been avoiding? Let's do that right here at the start of the year. Let's correct it. If it's a problem that needs to be fixed and costs some money, let's throw some money at it and fix it. If it's a mess you need to clean up, get in there and clean it up. If it's a shelf that needs to be reorganized or a bunch of shit that needs to be thrown away or lights that need to be rehung, let's just do that right here at the start of the year. Let's bang it out, get it out of the way, start fresh so we can just rock this whole year nice and smooth. Find that task you've been avoiding, identify it, and let's make it a habit to do that task. Make it enjoyable, feel some pride when you do it. Now also, this is a good time to clean everything up. This is the first of the year. All that stuff that needs to be cleaned, you know what I'm talking about. I like to start from the top and work my way down. Look at the lights. The tops of the lights are probably dusty. I don't know what kind of lights you've got. The tops of whatever lights you're using, they're probably dusty and need a dusting. So get up there and clean those lights. Get a ladder out, you guys. Get a ladder, a couple of rags, some spray bottles, some cleaner. Let's get to work and clean all this shit up. Start at the top and work our way down. Just wipe everything down. If you've got air conditioning, if you've got ducting, if you've got venting, it probably all needs to be wiped down. Clean the tables, clean the trays. Let's clean everything. Of course, here in Colorado, it's like 20 degrees. So taking shit outside and hosing it down is not a fun option right now. But if you're in a place where you can load up the shit and take it to the car wash, one of those outdoor car washes, go spray the shit out of everything. Don't use too much of that car wash soap. Just use the water and the hose there and spray the shit out of it. Rinse it real good. Let's get everything super clean. Start off nice and clean here for the start of the year. Also, this is a good time to change all of your filters. Anything that's got a filter, everything's got a filter. The air conditioner, the humidifier, the dehumidifier, all those filters in your hydro gear, anything with the filter, now is a good time to change it. It's the first of the month, the first of a new year. Let's start off with all new filters. I know most of us are using LED lighting now. I do have a couple of high pressure sodium light fixtures in one grow space because it gets very cold in that building and I use those HPS lights to keep that grow space warm. So at the first of the year, I would change the bulbs in those high pressure sodium lamps. And what I would do is I would take a piece of duct tape and I would write new bulbs January 1st, 2023 and I would stick that right on either the door to the grow room or I would tape it onto the reflector itself out of the way on the side of the reflector, stick that duct tape either on the door or on the reflector to indicate new bulbs January 1st. That way I've got new bulbs in there. Most of you don't need to worry about that because you've got the LEDs, but if you're running something with a switchable bulb, why not put new bulbs in there and mark the date that you did it? Do you remember when you switched bulbs if you're using old lighting? Not everybody's in a, uh, a legal growing state. Not everybody has access to new modern gear. A lot of people out there are using old magnetic ballast and HPS bulbs. So switch those out. You guys put in a new bulb 
if you can do that here at the start of the year and definitely mark it down. Also mark down when you change all those filters that we talked about changing. It's not that hard to write just either in a notebook or a, a ledger or a Google Doc or somewhere. Change my filters, change my bulbs, January 1st. Now for changing bulbs and changing filters, you know it's also time to calibrate all of our equipment. If you've got a pH pen, now is a good time to calibrate that pH pen. Also, if you've got any automation or room sensors that are checking for moisture, humidity, temperature, I'm not sure which sensors you're using, but now is a good time to clean them, calibrate them, and test them. Let's make sure that all of the expensive toys we're buying and using are taken good care of and up to speed and calibrated so they work the way we are expecting them to. So clean all the filters, calibrate all the gear. I don't know what filters, I don't know what needs to be cleaned in your grow. That's up to you, but you've got an air conditioner filter, I'm sure. Uh, there's probably a dehumidifier filter, a humidifier filter. Maybe go clean all the fans. All the fans are super funky. I promise you by now they're dirty and need a cleaning. So do a general inspection and prepare for a big spring cleaning. I mentioned a moment ago that it's 20 degrees here in Colorado. I'm gonna prepare for a spring cleaning. I'm gonna bang out one more crop. I know that that crop will be done by March, the middle of March at the latest. By the end of that crop, I'm gonna tear down the entire room and do a full spring cleaning, rehang everything all over again, because of course, when spring gets here in Colorado, we've gotta redo. Some of the rooms have to be redone and reconfigured a little bit differently, because like I mentioned, it's uh, it's been negative six, uh, somewhere between, uh, it's been cold. Uh, you guys don't care about specific numbers. It's been fucking cold, but it's going to get the opposite here in about six months. It'll be 114 degrees. So I've got to reconfigure my grow at the springtime to prepare for that stuff. So get yourself ready for a spring cleaning if you are in a cold area. Definitely inspect the air conditioner, the dehumidifier, the humidifier, all that stuff that moves, all the ducting, all the ventilation. Uh, if you've got CO2 production equipment, if it's a burner or if it's tanks, definitely inspect all of that shit. Another thing I like to do here at the start of the year is order all of the supplies I anticipate I will need for the next couple of months. Shipping is really expensive. Sometimes you'll get a deal on ordering things in bulk. So I like to just place a big order and get all of the stuff I need all at one time at the start of the year. Things like nutrients, pesticides, and gloves. We know we're going to use those. You have to have those things. Why not order them here at the start of the year? Get them out of the way. That way the budget is freed up for the rest of the year. So get nutrients, pesticides, gloves, things like scissors. How many pairs of scissors will you go through in the next couple of months? I know I'll need at least two. Why not order two? Maybe if somebody comes to help, I'll need two pairs of scissors. Uh, ISO. I go through a lot of isopropyl alcohol here, not just for cleaning shit in the grow, uh, but also for cleaning shit, my smoking accessories, for cleaning the table. Everything is sticky here. So I got to order a bunch of ISO here at the start of the year just to have it available. What are you using to clean your scissors to prevent the spread of hoplite and viroid? Are you cleaning your scissors with anything? Maybe you need a small container of bleach in your grow. Maybe you need more cleaning supplies in your grow. I don't know exactly what you need, but now is a good time to think about ordering those things. You're going to need some cleaning supplies like a mop, some sort of a cleaner, uh, maybe rags, maybe spray bottles. I don't know how you do it, but I know that I need those products. Other things I think about is refreshing my mixing cups and measuring devices. Some of my nutrients are powdered. I use a scale, make sure that scale is nice and clean, make sure it's zeroed and dialed in. That way I've got a good measurement. 
My measuring cups are filthy. I try to clean them, but after a while they get stained. I use liquid nutrients with colors. Uh, the, uh, the cups have changed colors. They look like shit. It's hard. It's not completely easy to read the measurements. I will replace those here at the start of the year just because I want to make sure I am measuring my expensive nutrients as accurately as possible. So make a big order. Order all of the supplies you need here right at the start of the year. Now that leads me into another part that we should talk about. Maybe now is a good time to start keeping a ledger or keeping track of your income and expenses based on your grow. Do you have a profit and loss sheet for your grow or any other business attached to that? If you're in an illegal area and you're growing business-wise, maybe you don't want all this stuff as easily accessible or readily available. That may be evidence. But if you are in a legal state and you are growing, it is completely reasonable to keep a ledger and a profit and loss sheet based on your grow. What does your grow cost? What are you spending uh, on electricity? What are you spending on nutrients, CO2? All of that stuff adds up and matters. Write all of that stuff down. Then document how much product you produced, estimate how much that product is worth, and see if you are making a profit or a loss. Also include your time in there. You're spending time in the grow. Maybe it's time to start keeping track of how many hours a day or a week you are actually in that grow space. So let's start documenting things like electrical spending, nutrient spending. How much do all those nutrients cost? Every bottle, let's write it down. How much are you spending on CO2? Did you buy a CO2 burner? Did you buy a setup and are you replacing bottles every week? What are you doing for CO2 augmentation? Also, people don't think about the cost of water. It comes out of a faucet. You turn it on, it comes out. We don't think about paying for it at the end of the month. How much water are you spending? Do you pay the water bill or does the landlord pay the water bill? If the landlord pays it, are they noticing that you're using extra water for the grow? If it's a small grow, probably not. If you've got a few lights, they might notice the increase in water fees. How about rent for the building? If you're growing in a building that is not your home, you're probably paying extra rent for that building. What does that cost you? Is that uh, eating up your profits? I know it's the only place you've got to do it, but let's include that into the cost of doing business here. How about employees? Do you have a trimmer? Do you have a bro that comes and helps you or a lady that comes and helps you? Do you have security? Do you have a dog? That dog that works security at the grow, that is a cost. You got to feed the dog. It's got to go to the vet. That is part of your cost of doing business for that grow. How about gas? Do you have to drive to the grow? Or if the grow's located in your home, you got to walk down there. That doesn't cost anything. But if you've got to drive a few miles to it, that does add up over the year. How much does that gasoline cost? Speaking of gasoline, how about a backup generator? Diesel fuel costs money. Did you buy a generator? Did you have that attached to your breaker box in your home? Do you have diesel fuel in that generator? Do you have all the switches and jump boxes you needed to where when the power goes off in your spot, that generator fires up immediately in your home? So where you don't even notice there was a miss in power, do you have that? How much did it cost? How much does the diesel fuel that's in there cost? If it comes on, it immediately starts costing you money. That diesel fuel's running, costing you money. Tick tock, tick tock, ching, ching, ching. That's just coins falling through the generator machine right there. How much does that cost you? What about security costs? Do you have security? Are you security? Did you buy anything to use as security in case something goes wrong? All of those things cost you money. Are you using cameras? The cameras are gonna cost you money, write that down. Also, if you use cameras, are you providing the service? Are you providing the data or do you have a service backing up all the video footage for you? Most of us have a ring cam or the, uh, the blink cam or some service out there that you gotta pay eight bucks a month or something for. Are you paying for that? Write that down, document that in your ledger. Treat this like a real business. If you want it to be profitable, if you wanna make money off of it, if you wanna document your spending, income and outcome, profit and loss, you've got to 
document all of this stuff. Uh, it's how a real business does it, and you've got to start doing that. What else are you paying for? I'm not sure the other specifics in your grow, but everything costs money. Do you have to put up new Mylar? Did you have to buy new Panda film? Did you have to replace a light? Document all of that stuff. A pH pen, pH down, all that shit's going to cost money. Now's a good time to start documenting things and keeping notes for a whole year worth of bookkeeping. You can do this on paper. You can do it on Google Sheets. You can do it in uh, whatever. There's a thousand different methods of doing this. As long as you're doing it in some sort of way, making an effort, you'll improve on it every year and you'll realize there are better, easier ways to do it. So start making notes. Start keeping that profit and loss sheet. Start documenting um, how many plants did you grow? If you can, that's another. I've got the words be careful written right here really big on my notes. Um, if you can safely document this stuff, document as much as possible. How many plants did you grow this run? Um, how many days did they go? How much did each plant harvest? What was your total harvest weight? And then how much from that harvest weight do you think that that would be market value? Then look back and see what it cost you to produce each gram of that herb. Then look and see if, like I said before, you've got to pay yourself. Do you get a salary included in there? Maybe include, write down how many hours are in there and see if you even make a salary. Let's start marking all of that down. But again, be very careful because that, if you're not in a legal state, that could be dangerous data. So the most important part here is have a goal. But my most important message is have fun. And then most importantly, that your mom is going to say, be careful and be safe. So have fun, have a goal, be careful, be safe, grow from your heart breed with love, and let's kick some fucking ass in 2023. You guys, we had a rough couple of years. I don't want to get all weird on you here at the end of the podcast, but man, the past couple of years have been weird on everybody. It's been stressful. It's been strange. It's been new and uncomfortable. We've just been stirred up and shaken up. A lot of us are getting back to normal from it. I still see weird lasting effects. Like you see weird societal effects from being locked down for fucking two years. The world is just getting its shit back together. A lot of my favorite restaurants and stores, the things are just fucking gone. Things have disappeared. Things are different now, but it feels like things are kind of it's kind of starting to get back to as close to normal as we're going to feel like for a little while. It's going to take a while before we feel real normalcy again, but we're starting to get there. It's headed that direction. So uh, supplies are coming back. Schedules are coming back. People aren't uh, sick and fucking quarantining and hiding from each other as much as we were before. So the world is coming back. Let's kick some ass this year, you guys. Let's not use any weird excuses. Let's not let pandemic and uh, weird shit, the C word. I'm not even going to say the C word. Let's not let that stuff slow us down. Let's bang it out and kick some ass in 2023. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, old school listeners, new followers. Thank you. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I hope you guys all had as great of a year as I did. I wish you great success in the next year. Uh, let's start wrapping up this show. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know that I would love to hear from you. My email address, of course, is at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out. Let me know what you think of the show. Send me that feedback. Let me make some adjustments to get the show top notch. Uh, make sure you check out the website, iregenetics.com. Like I mentioned before, uh, there is a stay up to date tab on the bottom of the website. Scroll on down, type in your email address. That will put you on the newsletter. Every time I would do a new drop or do something cool or special, you will be notified via a newsletter. I promise not to spam you too much. I usually do about one 
per month. Sometimes I'll send you that second one just to give you a reminder that some cool shit is going on. Um, stay up to date with that newsletter. Everything else you need is on the website. Again, iregenetics.com. There's a link to Patreon. There's a link to the Discord. There's a link to everything you need is there, you guys. Check it out, iregenetics.com. That is all I've got for this episode. I'll be back next week with fresh new content. You guys have a safe, happy new year. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to my buddy, Lollipop Farms. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.